Anthony here, and you're listening to 8X Radio. After two years of trying to make money online, I decided enough was enough. I learned a lot, but I haven't achieved the results that I want yet. I'm committing every single day to becoming financially free and receiving a two-comma club award. I will not stop until I have crushed these goals. Join me on my pursuit to financial freedom. I'm documenting my way there, and I want to show you the way. My name is Anthony Santiago, and welcome to AX Radio. Alright, welcome back to another episode of 8X Radio. In this episode, I wanted to talk about why most people fail at Facebook ads. Now, this goes way back, because when I first started doing Facebook ads, I really had no idea what I was doing, and I think I briefly touched on this in my uh, previous, well, not my previous podcast, but one of my older ones, and when I I started out, like... I actually didn't use a course or anything like that. I just kind of <laughs> went into the ads manager and just tried to figure it out myself, which was probably the biggest thing that you don't want to do, is you don't just want to dive right into it. You want to actually do some research on it and actually figure out how it works. But um, <laughs> after running so many failed campaigns, um, it started to become more and more clear why my campaigns were failing so hard and (laughs) the biggest reason right we'll figure out the biggest reason soon stay tuned (laughs) alright so um, when I first started doing Facebook ads it was actually for an affiliate marketing campaign and I was promoting this um, how to make your own programming language book um, which I think you still can promote to this day on Clickbank um, but that's beside the point. So I made like this like Wix page as like a as like a bridge page, right? Because I wasn't actually aware of this, but Facebook doesn't actually allow you direct link to an affiliate offer. They will most likely disapprove your ad, and a lot of people wonder why they do that, and it's because people just like to spam like affiliate links and trying to get commissions, and kind of piggy backing off of what other people. Um, have already done successfully right um, and somehow like I don't know how people do this but I see people like promoting Russell Brunson's books um, right to the right to Russell's landing page um, and I don't know how they get away with it because you're not supposed to do that um, you're supposed to use what's called a bridge page which is at least a landing page and from the landing page or the bridge page as we call it it goes to the affiliate page but Anyway, that's beside the point. So what I was doing was I was running a traffic campaign, right? So if you know Facebook ads, you know there's like 13 different types of um, campaigns. You have like traffic, uh, conversions, page likes, engagement, awareness. I don't know all of them off the top of my head. Um, let's see, awareness. Um, there's, there's a lot more than those, but you get the point, right? So there's like all these different campaigns to choose from. And the one that made the most sense to me was traffic, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just do a traffic campaign because it's um the description says something like get the most clicks to your website. Or yeah, get the most traffic as possible to your website. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want people to come to this landing page. Um, so I set up the the um traffic campaign. Um, wrote like a short little ad, and I ran it started running traffic to this page 
it was getting a lot of clicks. Um, within like the first couple days, it had like 80 to 100 clicks. And with ClickBank, you're able to actually see how many impressions were on the checkout page, right? Um, so I had like I had like a hundred clicks to the the thing, and I had like 50, 50 people actually go from the landing page to the checkout page, um, but I wasn't getting any sales, and <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, Facebook has they're, they're just not working, and. I kind of gave up on them at that point because I'm like, ah, oh, like I don't know how to get these to work. I guess they just don't work. And it wasn't until a little later that I started doing um, a drop, my first drop shipping store, um, that I realized that you can do like this conversion campaign. Now, when you're doing affiliate marketing, right, you still can do a conversion campaign even though you're not like, um, as they say, like in charge of the cart, but. You, you also, you're kind of limited on what you can do, but you can still use a conversion campaign. And the reason that you want to use a conversion campaign most of the time is because it allows you to optimize for your ideal conversion, right? So let's say that you have like a landing page, right? And maybe like some page after that, right? You send them to a landing page, you get their email, then you show them the offer, right? Well, what's going to happen is when they click over from when I sign up right when I go from the squeeze page to the sales page right it's gonna fire you can set it up to fire the lead standard event right the pixel event and that helps Facebook gather data about who your ideal lead is so the more people that you have going to that page the more accurate it's gonna be at identifying people in your targeting um, so that's probably that's not the number one reason why people fail, but it's definitely one of them. Like they they don't understand which campaign to use with with um with what they're promoting, right? Um, so tra a traffic campaign, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that those people are gonna buy. It just means they have a history of clicking on stuff, right? Now with a conversion campaign, you're building up your own data, so. Instead of just getting people that click on stuff, it's going to go after people who are most likely to become your lead, right? Or your checkout or your purchase. And the pixel is absolutely, like, absolutely essential to Facebook advertising. Um, you, you can, I've seen some people be, um, have some success without it, but you, you definitely need the pixel, right? So you might be thinking, well, what's what's the number one reason? Well, here's the other thing. When I was also doing my dropshipping store, I was only testing like I was only testing one instance of an ad, right? So what would happen was I would pick a product, I'll try and promote it, it would fail, and then I'll move on to something else. And it took me <laughs> like twenty campaigns to realize that's not how you're supposed to do it. Because Facebook is all about testing, all right? The more stuff that you test at once, the more likely it is that you're gonna find something that works. So what you wanna do is not just run one campaign, right? Or one ad set, right? You, run a, you wanna run like 15 ad sets in a row, all testing one single variable, right? And how, like, there are like different testing strategies you have, like uh, Frank Kern has one where he, test like 250 ads at once um 
<laughs> and that's certainly something you can do, but um, when you're first starting out, right, just remember that testing, like, testing is so important. It's it's absolutely essential. It's the number one thing that people miss, and it's the number one reason people fail, because they put up one ad, um, maybe some targeting that isn't, that isn't even, like, relevant to what they're selling, and they wonder why they don't make any sales. But it's like, even if you have, like, horrible targeting, right, if you actually took the time to make multiple ad sets and test different types of targeting, different types of ad copy, even the images, right, that you're using, or the creative that you're using, you're going to have a lot better success because you're going to see what works and what doesn't work with the audience you're trying to reach. So what you want to do is find a testing strategy that makes sense for what you're doing. Now, that could be Frank Kern's uh, trusting, uh, testing strategy, Kat Howell. She also has um, her own, what she calls rapid fire testing. Now, what I usually do when I test is I start out with, um, I actually use flex targeting. Okay, so what flex targeting is, is when you only have one interest per ad set. That's it. Because if, let's say you have like 10 stacked interest on your ad, and that ad starts to be successful, you're not going to know what interest it's coming from. It, Facebook doesn't tell you, and it doesn't allow you to identify which ones it's coming from. So what I would rather do is test one interest at a time, right? So I'll probably have like 15 ad sets running at a time at 5 to $10 a day and see which one of those interests is going to be bringing me the most results, right? And you can take those ads, run it for one day, and you're going to be also eliminating ads, right? So if you have a click, um, usually I go by clicks, right? So if, if I have any ad where the click is going over $5, turn that ad off, right? Because it's going to be so hard to get to make that ad profitable. Because think of it like this way, right? If you have $5 a click, right? It's going to cost you a lot of money just to get like 100 people to your website. Um, so you want to avoid having high click costs. So just after a day, take a look at your ad. Is anything over $5? Get rid of it, right? And what you can also do is you take the click cost um, and then you multiply that, right? So what you can do is actually try and figure out, right, are you going to be profitable at that click cost? So let's say you're selling a $100 product, right? And your click cost is a dollar. That means it's going to cost you $100 to get 100 people to your website. Now you may you know, what's your conversion rate? Is it like 3%, 5%? So if you get that many people on your website, then you just made three to $500, right? So that's a profitable ad for you. Whereas if your click cost is $10, right? You're not going to be profitable with, with the, that same conversion rate. So you have to think of it like that. Like just, you know, use some logic behind it. Think, is this click cost going to be profitable? And now the other thing you don't want to do is also make rash decisions, right? Because especially if you don't have a pixel, Facebook is going to be throwing your ad out to like print it. What is essentially just random people in your targeting, right? In your audience. And because it doesn't have any previous data to work with. So a lot of people get freaked out. You know, they spent like $2 on their ad and they haven't gotten any clicks on it. And <laughs> you can't expect to get like results just from that right you have to put time and money into facebook ads for them to actually work right that's another thing people miss it's not the biggest thing but it's another thing people miss 
is they freak out when that the ads are expensive in the beginning and are not getting results. Well, it's because you need to build on that data for it to actually work for you. Um, so that's just another thing that I see people doing. You have to realize that Facebook ads are pay to learn, okay? But as long as you are testing, right? I don't, I don't care what your testing strategy is. Just put money and time into it and test and you're gonna figure out what works. Just don't test one ad, and when an ad fails, don't say, oh, well, you know, Facebook, it just doesn't work. You know, Facebook Facebook ads don't work, they're not profitable. It costs me thousands of dollars in ad spend to actually realize, realize these things that I'm telling you on this podcast. So, you know, take my word for it, I've been there. I've spent the money, I've done the testing, and you need to test. It's absolutely essential. Um, and the other thing, you know, just as another tip that I just thought of, there's so many different like Facebook strategies, um, especially about like Tim Bird. Um, if you ever been a part of any dropshipping courses, they have their own strategies. And recently, the the code of conversions uh, strategy with the Epic framework, you have Cat Howell's strategy. And the thing that you have to realize is. 99% of the time, one of those, like all of those strategies are gonna are gonna work for you, right? It's a matter of which strategy is gonna work better, right? So you might be using like an ad strategy for, like from dropshipping, right? That doesn't mean it's not gonna, it's not gonna work, right? Um, you just have to, again, just, you know, test out different strategies. Um, you know, take a look at what other people are doing and how they're getting results. And something else that you can do is see how people are running ads in your industry right so when i'm when i was working on my programming course right i didn't just you know throw something out there right i looked at how my competitors were running ads what kind of ads are they running what what kind of funnels do they have and this helps you break down like the potential strategies that you can use now if you're a consumer in your industry right you might also be getting targeted by some of your competitors and what you can do is you can you can also see the targeting if you're getting targeted by your competitors um, and on Facebook you hit like the three little dots and then you hit why like why am I seeing this and it's gonna tell you what the targeting is um, but occasionally like you'll get like a you'll get an ad that says it's finding people similar to its users and that's basically Facebook's way of saying that it's a lookalike audience. Um, so unfortunately, there's not much you can do with that. <laughs> um, at that point, they're like scaling out, um, which is what you use lookalike audiences for. But um, yeah, that, that's pretty much like what's going on there, right? Um, just take a look at their targeting if you're a consumer of your industry. Take a look at their ads, which you can see by going on their Facebook page and see what's working for them. And then don't steal, okay? Model what is working for them. And because they've already put the money behind the ads, right? They already know what's working. They're running those ads because they're making money. And if you're unsure if those, that ad's making money, you know, track the ad for a couple, track it for like a week, right? You know, because if the ad's running a week from now, it's probably working because people aren't just gonna be spending money if the ad's not profitable, right? Companies want to make money, not lose money. And ads, um, 
and yeah, ads are the same way, right? You can't just run ads and not make not make the ad spend back. All right, so that is it for today's uh, rambling session. But um, I didn't do a episode yesterday because um, I honestly didn't get to it because I was working on that marketing campaign for that eight-figure business, and there's just a lot of moving parts in that campaign. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, so I spent most of the night working on that campaign. Um, so <laughs> I didn't get any time to work on my offer, which I'm pretty annoyed about that. But, yeah, what are you going to do? But um, that's it for this one. Hopefully that was informative to you. Um, so remember, just as a recap, right? Test. If, if there's anything that you get out of this podcast, it's that you need to test. And if you don't test, you're going to fail at Facebook ads. It's that simple. Even if you have like the worst strategy in the world, right? You're eventually going to figure it out just by testing out different things. And, you know, you sense sensible testing, of course, right? Because you only want to test one variable, because if you're testing a bunch of different things at once, you're not going to know which combination is going to work. So you also have to make sure that when you're running your ads, you're not testing like the image and like the ad copy and like all this different stuff. You want to be able to tell which which stuff is going to bring you better results. And you need to do that by testing in isolation. All right, so that is it for this one. Um, as always, I hope you learned something and have a great one. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you tomorrow.